keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike two, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total F and Marks. I am the king of sad style. The man with the largest calves in the world. The St. Germain. Woo! Soon to be married events. <laughs> I'm here with Sergeant Slaughterhouse, Scotty Chaps. Woo! And our producer, the Z-Man. <laughs> Soon to know. be single. <laughs> Zachary, I, I don't know. I don't know what I should give Zach as a... What do we? What you just the grammar is like police. insulting? That's like why, why is that insulting? Because it's like snooze. Z is a oh is oh a I, I thing. like the Z like Z's the Z man. What about Mac? I think I think Zach's okay. Zach attack. Okay, Zach attack. Okay. Zach the fact. Zach the fact. That we're just like Zach finding creative Black Zach. Black Zach. Black Zach. Yeah, but he's like sinister, not like a black an African American. Oh, well, this went off the rails. It's not real off fast. the rails. Sinister, Zach Black. Okay, <laughs> I think Zach just wants us to call him Zach because I could see this enough, his spirit man. leave his body <laughs> when we try to give him a nickname. Number one, uh, we're doing the ten count. It's just me and Scott again this week, oh, hell yeah. so let's get right to it. Number one, man, are we glad we went to Raw instead of SmackDown? Oh my goodness! It was my bachelor party on uh, Monday night. It was a really fun cruise. Scotty was there. Um, Sean Donnelly put it together. Mike Lawrence, Dan Soda, Rosebud Baker, Mike Racine, Ian, Ian Fidens. Evan Williams. Evan Williams and my dad. And your dad. (laughs) I saw you. So I was sitting like a little bit away from you. And I saw, because your dad left. Yeah, yeah. He had to leave early to go check out the dog. And I saw you give him a hug and then go, let me take a selfie. (laughs) selfie, Have you seen the selfie? (laughs) No, it's terrible. It's terrible. It looks like we're ghosts. Well, you took a selfie with me and Soda and our faces just weren't in it, though. Dude, that was way better than the one I took of my dad. Go on my Instagram right now and look at the one I took of my dad. But it was a great Just night. So you can I, sh- I, I got there a little late. It was fun. It was a really fun night. I missed. Okay, so Austin comes out. First right? off, I'll pull up that picture. And I just want to talk about the times that I've been at the garden. Me and Zach, turns out, were at the garden at the same time. I was there for the Kofi and uh, Randy Orton segment. And this was like 10 years ago when they were at the table. I was there um, when uh, Vince McMahon announced the big show was going to be in the Hell in the Cell match with. And I was there when like Undertaker, Tombstone, John Cena. I've been to a lot of fun Raws. I was and, at uh, MSG. and I went into the one where the Shield reunited after SummerSlam this year. I was at MSG. I think I'm sorry if I'm wrong, you fucking nerds. But uh, the night yeah. um, that so Austin was about to snap. Like it was yeah. like every week he, he was like on Kurt Angle's side. He and I was there the night that they sang. Uh, the cowboy songs yeah. in the back, the acoustic. Yeah. But he didn't come out like the entire night. Were people pissed? People were furious. But then I think he came out like when the show was over. Yeah. But it was like a, a, every this MSG was... show I've been to, it's like was semi 
disappointing besides this one. This one was good. I've actually been lucky in that this was this is the most fun I've had at an event because it was my bachelor party and mm-hmm. all my friends were there. And it was probably like yeah, probably like the second best Raw I've been to. I mean, anything would be better would be the Orton one and then the Cena Tombstone. And then the Shield reuniting was cool, too. But this this is the most fun I've had. Yeah, this was, I, I think, like start to finish the most consistently fun show show I've watched. Now, Besides I like did. The, yeah. I took an edible before. <laughs> so I, took, I did not, but I was sweating profusely the whole night. Yeah, I noticed I that. a huge... Steak. Oh, is that what and it was? I, well, I had potatoes a gratin, and uh, I had diarrhea. Wow, I thought <laughs> it was so just I walking ran up during the, steps. the Lacey Evans match. And I, great time, great to, time to walk away. And I just heard people like almost get in a fight. But it's like almost like we'll get to this in the countdown. Like almost like wrestling fans almost getting into fights is not the same thing. It's never as a real football fight. fans. It's very different. It's always like what? Fuck you! What? Dude, I'm just joking. I remember me and my friends when I was very young, like nine right. years old. We're going like punch for punch and my punches were wrestling punches i only yeah, knew yeah. of wrestling and so it was like like the like the expression of the punch was behind me as i moved yeah, it forward and then yeah, i like yeah, tapped yeah, them yeah. and you know they called me a retard and stuff it felt terrible but uh yeah wrestling fans do not know how to fight no they don't but boy do they know how to party so then i <laughs> ended up sitting next to soda right because soda had an empty seat next to him and i was right. sitting alone so i sat with soda and uh, obviously, what a blast. He's doing voices the whole time and shit. But there was a man next to us just getting drunker and drunker throughout the night yeah. and, like, getting more sexually involved. And Wait, so, with who? So, okay, so the Roman Reigns segment, which, brilliant by the WD, by the way. Hey, try to boo me, New York, when there's five kids with cancer beside That me. was so fucking awkward. And we were in the audience. You're in Roman's. Uh, music. People started to boo a little, and then he came out in the Connors Cure shirt, mm-hmm. and people booed a little less. And then he brought out, brought out Sarco- the Sarcoma Warrior, yeah, like and it gimmicks. got fucking gimmicks. silent. And so I'm sitting next to Dan, and Dan is just like, "What if cancer came out?" <laughs> and was just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you think's going on here?" <laughs> and cut a promo. Comes out to no chance. But you know, each That's kid that came out, the drunk guy. <laughs> That's amazing. The uh, the guy next to us getting drunker, drunker was going. Uh, every time the kids came out, he's going, "Get it, get it." <laughs> and then a new kid would come out and be like, "Get it, yeah, get it." And we're like, "That's not what get it means to us." You never say get it when it involves anything other than going to fuck something. Well, I was Evan Williams, friend of the show, like Soder, and's been on the show before. We were we were sitting. I wasn't sitting next to. I was in between. I think like Evan and Sean, and Evan like had never seen Ray Mysterio live, and I guess that's one of his heroes because Evan's like four foot three. Evan's four foot three, married into a Mexican family, only like, because of the height variable. Only, only because, because of the height variable. he knew they wouldn't be bigger than him. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And when Ray came out, like. Evan is one of those things when he gets emotional, like you don't know whether he's gonna laugh, sob, or like start like br- yes. hitting a wall. But when he it's it's very loud. His emotions <laughs> are loud as fuck. And he's like, I love you, Ray. There's a lot I have of it energy. on my Instagram. You have to check it out. Do you think that's from working out, or do you think working out actually helps him not just scream all the time? I think working out helps him not scream all My the time. My goodness, he's that shattered. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I would say, without going into detail, I think working out is what... I mean, I think a lot of those guys, like Joe Rogan, like I think that like working out is what makes them like 
stable. Stable, which is, yeah. I was just probably the healthiest way to do it. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's better than you God. know smoking weed. I'm sorry. So keep talking about it. off keep, on a bus. Keep, Jesus Christ. Oh, but anyway, so me and Soto sit next to this guy. Then Rey Mysterio comes out. Evan freaks out. Right? He's so emotional because this is one of his heroes. I think he literally screamed out loud, like, "You are one of." What did he say? He said, you were like my father, which is so fucking funny and strange to me. And then um, and then during this match, it was um, it was Rey Mysterio versus Grand Metallic. How do you say that? Metallic? Uh, they wrestled. Phenomenal match. Turns out the guy next to us who keeps saying get it is Spanish. So now he's speaking in Spanish, but in a way that's like, it's very, it just sounds so sexual. And then, I don't know if this is before or after, but there's the uh, match with uh, Lana, what's her name? What's the, it's not Lana, well, who's that lady's name? The lady no one gives a fuck about. Lacey Stevens, right? No one gives a shit about this lady, right? Lacey Evans? Lacey Evans, there we go. Oh, this poor lady, right? Nobody cares. And, uh, and he's just going, yeah, yeah. No, 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 then it's the four-way. And he's going, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. And Soder's like, we got to go. We got to get out of here. And I was like, we can't leave. He's like, I think I'm going to leave. Do you think back in the 70s in porn theaters, like, was there, like, etiquette back then? Do you think they did, like, like, like ooh, fuck, yeah. Like, do you think they, like, or do you think it was, like, just a bunch of quiet guys? Um, really quiet guys. I mean, there was definitely master. You think it was, like, it was Oh, no, I think they were jerking think off, like and church. I think they were blowing each other and fucking. Maybe there were, like, moans from fucking. But there wasn't, like, a guy, like, there wasn't, like, a hype man in the 1970s New York City porn theater, right, going, like, yeah, fuck that cock. Like, everyone would be like, shut There's the no fuck way. up. Oh, my God, speaking of, because that would be, like, a very New York We've thing. We've talked, like, nothing about some, wrestling for, for the first time. some guy to just be in the back. That's true. Like, maybe a theater, but in New York, yeah, you probably would get a guy who's just like, right on. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what happened. Yankees, Roman Reigns Yankees. is talking about cancer, and he's talking about these kids and how they're going to fight, and then there's like a silence. Everyone's silent the whole everyone's time. Being respectful. Everyone's just waiting to clap. One they're guy. Like, everyone feels like shit for booing Roman Reigns. So, uh, you were there, Zach. Did you feel that? Like There was like this tension of everyone wanting to just be like, yeah. like let's clap and get to another match, mm -hmm. please. We all feel like fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, uh, so, so smart of them. But at some point, like during this silence and these like this, like, uh, you know, strangely emotional moment, some guy just goes, fuck yeah! Very loud. Like, we heard, I don't know if you guys heard it, but my section definitely heard it. And yeah. uh, there was so something so, like, authentically New York about it. I actually went, uh, I went to Raw, it was like a super show, Raw and SmackDown Super Show on September 11th at Madison Square Garden. And it was the same thing. I think, like, the, um, like the the Port Authority, you know, like Emerald Society or whatever came out, and they were playing the snare drums and stuff, and and they were having like a moment of silence. And during the moment of silence, I think someone was like, "Fuck you, Osama," <laughs> and everybody cheered. Because <laughs> wrestling is magic. But I had a damn good time. And honestly, again, actually, shout out to Dan Soder for sitting up there with us when he could have easily sat with Sal Volcano. Who after the show he was sitting front row. Sal offered Soder seats. Soder said, "I had I have to sit with you know my friends. It's his bachelor party." And after the show, Austin walked up to Sal Volcano and cheersed him with a beer, and they had like their own little beer party in front of Madison Square Garden, which was so damn cool to see I someone didn't that we see so often. That Dan, oh, like, turned down that? the front. Yeah. God, I gotta like text him now and be like, Dan really. <sighs> 
That's like the nicest. Th- I I ruined his life by not letting him chug. Oh yeah, beers well, and then like Sal's Sal like Steve texting. Oh, I, I doubt Austin would have chugged beers with stu- with soda. No, but but soda would have got a little right wet. There. Soda would have got a little wet. You know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, got, got a little. Got some of that, got a little that Volcano yeah. fucking. It's also just cool Coors to see like froth leaving his mouth or whatever it is. Steve it also Austin I think Bale it says Ale. a lot about television, like because Impractical Jokers is the I think it's the funniest show on television. Genuinely, I don't think there's a funnier show than it's Impractical Jokers. It's a really Jokers. good prank show. I don't it's, know if I would go like well, fuck you. I think it's, gen- yeah, it's a, dude. It's Jackass really isn't on show. TV anymore, and so it's Impractical Jokers. Impractical Jokers is very funny, and I think it says something about television that. I don't have cable. Like most, I haven't had cable since I moved out of my mother's house. You know what I mean? And I think that's a lot of young people. We don't have cable. We have Netflix, Hulu, these things. It's interesting to realize that, oh, this might be, this might be one of the most popular shows on television. That's because it's a whole network. Like it's the, the entire, entire network is in Practical Jokers. The thing is now, it's They like, are very, very It's always famous. on. Yeah, it's always on. I mean, but they're There's more no, famous like, than like, like like Adam. Adam ruins everything. Is like uh, it's their critical darling. Adam does a great job. He has also put me on the show it twice. It is their critical so. darling. I didn't know. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a great guy. He's also put me on the show twice. So I'm kissing his ass. Oh hell yeah! Uh, but um, like it's their critical darling. I think it does pretty well for him. Yeah, I'm sure. But Impractical Jokers is like, you know, it's the same thing like with like. A lot of networks they build around one show. Yeah. Like Yeah, MTV had to do that with Jersey Shore for a while. MTV they're doing it now with Jersey Shore. Yeah, I mean, you know, they stand. AMC. <laughs> AMC does that and some great ones. Like AMC does that to Walking a certain extent with Walking Dead and maybe Breaking Bad a little yeah. bit. You build around HBO one was show. the Sopranos for a minute. Now, it was a Game minute. of Thrones for a while. Yeah, now they're looking yeah. for the next whatever. But yeah, Sal is fucking famous. But let's actually talk about what happened at Raw. <laughs> because we've we've been talking about everything. But what happened at Raw? I want to put over first off uh, the women's tag match. I thought that was like a pay-per-view level. Holy shit, match. it was so good. And there was, that was, there, was great. Like, there was a botcher too that I was like, ah, I wish that didn't happen. She like overshot the the moonsault. Right. But if you go back to your favorite matches, there's always a botch. Always, you just forget always, about always. it. You forget about it. This match was like such a damn highlight. And it was so cool to see these four girls go, hey, we're gonna take the garden seriously. We're gonna they take tag team wrestling event. seriously. Yes. Which was fucking awesome because, goddamn, who gives a shit about those belts? You know, right. it wasn't on those ladies, and that was like the best women's tag match I've ever, I've ever seen. I, I thought I it was the rec- best women's. I tag can't match recall I've ever a women's seen. tag match. Yes, I thought it was the best, and and I and I got really like, I got, not annoyed, but I was like, there was a, a part in the beginning where Rosebud's like, oh, they don't care. I'm like, no, 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 they care. This is how the beginning of a match people care about yeah, starts. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then like as like as it went on, I, like, people were totally into it. You know, I don't know. Was it the right call? Bailey getting pinned? Maybe that's just because she's going over Charlotte yeah, on think, Sunday. We'll talk going, about I think that. She's absolutely going over Charlotte. Um, well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in the predictions. Um, but I thought that was great. Uh, I also love the triple threat match and something we had to address. I don't think Baron Corbin has go away heat anymore. I think he has legitimate heat. Dan, you're wrong. <laughs> State your case. State, here's my case. Yeah. He's getting you to boo at the parts you're supposed to boo to. No. <laughs> Dude, Soder tapped me and was like, oh, no, Evan tapped me by this point, because by this point right. we got closer to you. We kept jumping around seats. Right. And Evan was like, oh, wow, some people actually like Baron Corbin. That's true. People Be- were. Because people were going, let's go, Corbin. Corbin sucks. Right. Was that the chant? Let's yes. go, Corbin. Was, and then other uh, people. What was it? Was it was a we want Corbin. We want Corbin. And then Corbin sucks. I promise you, no one in this New York audience wanted Corbin. 
They did not give a fuck about the match, and they thought it was a funny thing to say. I remember... It was a good match. Last time was I it a good saw ma- Corbin... Was it a good match? Uh, yeah, it was a good yeah, match. It was. It was. Match. And Corbin was good. And Dude, Corbin, Corbin was- in person, and we were in the fucking nosebleeds, and Corbin in person is like an imposing motherfucker. No, when you... I, I've, I've, I've been like, in a room it. with him, and like he's huge. Yeah, I totally get he's it. He's huge. But I'm telling... Okay, the last time... I'm saying this because the last time I saw Corbin in New York, it had to be at Barclays Center. Right. People started like a Corbin for the Hall of Fame chant. Like it's they think it's funny. Oh, they think it's funny because they think he's okay. Stinks. Well, I didn't. I wasn't privy to that. I know information. You're a fool. Uh, but I still thought it was a fun match. Oh, it was a damn fun match. And Every match was a blast. The Mysterio match was so fun. Yeah, to watch. the Mysterio match was really fun. That guy Graham Metal gets a huge mm-hmm. upside. I hope they use him more. Yeah. The only thing that kind of I wasn't that into the AJ and 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 um, um crowd was tired. No, even the first one. It was right after. Well, it was right after the contract signing, the AJ and uh, Cedric Alexander match. I wasn't totally into that. Oh, I was very into that. That I, made me well, so happy. I mean, actually. I think just Cedric's good. I just there's he I, there's nothing that I'm rooting for yet with him. I, I just need like a little bit of a story. I don't know yeah. what that is. Uh, he's it, black in America, Dan. It's yeah, hard. That's enough. I want I want like something. Yeah, I want I something so. else. Like even now, but he's like, an underdog. That's a big thing. It's like there's, he's but there's a ton of underdogs. Yeah, it's, not... it's kind of the same storyline as uh, Chad Gable, but way less focus. But they way expect us to care as much. Well, they can't do like what the honest angle would be, which is well, but it really wouldn't be like because AJ would say some really just offensive shit from being down south. But the problem is those good brothers are nothing like that in yeah, real no, life. No, not at all. So like there is something a... uh, really cool about. I mean, I know I'm jumping, but. You know how much Austin loves Gallows and Anderson. Like, you could feel it. Like, Oh, yeah. Well, there's just guys you would, like, drink with. Absolutely. And so, like, I, I loved that at the end of the show, and I know I'm jumping, but when Austin, like, really just took a moment to shout out how great he thinks AJ Styles is and how much yeah, he yeah. enjoys them, I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, no, that is cool. And that brings us to probably uh, the most debated topic having to do with this Monday's Raw on all the internet uh, wrestling websites, and is it a problem that a 50-year-old or 50-ish year old, 50-whatever, Stone Cold Steve Austin is more over than anyone in the United States? <laughs> like, any wrestling I mean, in the United States. Maybe, maybe Okada or, um, or uh, you know... Tanahashi Tanahashi in, in New Japan or more over there. I don't know. But in the United States of America... There is no one more over, and he's way more over than The Rock. So I'm not even using that as an example. You think so? Uh, not not like not like as not like as a full pop culture icon, but amongst mm-hmm. wrestling fans, so, Stone so Cold is the most over. Absolutely. Really? So so I I feel like <clears throat> The Rock is everybody. And, everybody is over. Like Oprah's <clears throat> audience loves The Rock. Yes, 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 yes. But uh, I think what I've noticed and the difference between The Rock and Austin, and I think a reason, and we haven't talked about it, is. That Raw was so much fun live. Apparently, like, the second lowest non-holiday rating this year or ever, well, right? Well, it was also because Monday Night it was the first night of Monday Night Football. Yeah, but it's Madison Square Garden, and they advertised Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, Stone Cold Show isn't and with the well, same thing happen. Wise. No, and would the same thing happen for The Rock? Now, what I'm saying is, here's why. I think Austin is over like all hell. I think he's the most popular wrestler of all time, right? But... When he shows up, you know it's not going to have anything to do with him getting involved in a storyline. Yeah. It's always going to be some promotional shit, something. People know. They realize it after a while. When The Rock shows up, you're thinking, 
Oh shit, this dude gonna have a match at Survivor Series? Yeah. Oh shit, is this dude gonna have a match at WrestleMania? Yeah. You never think that when Austin comes out. You think, oh, they need him here for some reason because it's an That's anniversary true. or because he has a but show I mean, but or because the, but, we're nervous about selling that tickets. Support my point even more. Like if he's, he's coming out over? in like the Hogan role, shouldn't and he be still less succeed? over? Well, like, okay, he, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's he insane. should be. Maybe, it's maybe. It's insane. Because dude, you shouldn't expect anything from him. But when we came in and that Austin music hit, you weren't there for that. Dude, I wasn't there yet. How fucking dumb am I? Dude, the Austin music hit and it was like being back in the Attitude Era. Would you agree with that, Zach? Zach, would you agree with that? When the Austin music hit, did you feel like it was like Attitude Era? Oh, yeah. Pop? That was the biggest pop of the whole night. The biggest pop of the whole night. And people were just. Like, you know, he can just get you into the ring. And when he talked about the MSG moments, and we'll talk about fucking Undertaker's weird oh, speech. Oh, God, man. That was just rough. God, but like, But like Stone Cold speech, it got you pumped up. Yeah. And the whole, this whole week, I've been watching Stone Cold promos because yeah, of yeah. it. So I'm just, I'm just saying, like, WWE is about to now have a new USA Network show, uh, a, a Fox show that's been in the works for about a year, and going up against AEW. But nobody on their roster is even close to Austin, and nobody, nobody on AEW's roster is as fucking close to Austin. No, I mean, it's it's not. just, I just don't remember like like because if Bruno came back twenty years later, people were excited, but they weren't like, oh shit, Bruno. Bruno yeah, and I also tra- think people had transitioned to a new guy or a girl. We don't have that yet. Yeah, that, that's a problem. I think Cena as an unannounced surprise would get in insane pop but it wouldn't get an austin pop he's not as if it was a surprise i don't know I man mean, he was I, fun at WrestleMania i think at 35 i think cena's gonna age like wine man i think people are gonna look back at cena and go dude the motherfucker was on top for like 12 years already like aging we, like we have wine. no choice but to look at him like look back fondly on him oh yeah i've, I've been a you cena know? mark it it was around like wrestlemania i would say it was around like wrestlemania 30 what's that when he was fighting michaels no oh, that's way no, that after. was great no no that was great that was 23 he was great with that Jeez, but there, but there wow. was around so this is about like five years ago that i started realizing like cena was great yeah it was man. when he when was you... in bray Wyatt. like i was like kind of over the msg when it was him and the rock doing it for a second year in a row mm-hmm. but like when i when i saw him then like working with guys in the undercard and then like putting aj styles and nakamura over clean Oh, dude, those, those U.S. Open challenges. Yeah, they were they were like the highlights 30, of my yeah, week like at that time. Been, yeah, he was in, great. In wrestling. Like, he yeah. really won me over the last like six years. Yeah, him but, and Punk. Uh, yeah, the only thing that I thought was kind of lame was um, the ten man at the end. Although Austin got to come out and do a stunner. Yeah, but I can't. It was a great bachelor party, and thanks again, Sean Donnelly, uh-huh, yeah, for Sean. putting it all together. Um, now let's switch over to SmackDown. And I'm not just saying this because I didn't get tickets to SmackDown. Which we almost did because of me. <laughs> really? Because Sean was like, which would be better, Raw or SmackDown? And I was like, well, SmackDown has the better wrestlers. Oh, so man. maybe SmackDown. We got saved. And he was like, okay, cool, I'll do SmackDown. And then I was like, wait, it's at the Garden. There's probably going to be a surprise on Raw. Yeah, so we decided God. for Raw. Could and we you got imagine Austin. if we went to SmackDown? SmackDown, I mean, would, we would have got Taker. We would have been excited, but, but we, we would have been, been ex- very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what did you think? Are, are we being biased because we were there? Did you go to SmackDown as well? I didn't go to SmackDown, thank yeah. God. And you're right. <laughs> it really seemed it's like actually, a waste of money for all those dude, people. Dude, let's just talk about it. Um, 
The Undertaker came out and did a weird speech about Madison Square Garden. I got a question. Yes. Do people like want Undertaker promos? Is that something people want to people say? People want this is what they want. They want the this is the two things I think people want from the Undertaker right now. They want an un, Undertaker Sting stare down. I don't even think they want the match, but they'll have to get the match with that. And they want Bray Wyatt to put him over. Or they want Alistair Bra- I mean, I mean no, they want they want him, him to put, put over Bray Wyatt and be out. Or Alistair Black put over Undertaker. I mean, I'm sorry, Undertaker put over Alistair, Alistair Black, Black and then he's out. I think that's what they want. They, yeah. But he's he's kind of become like, and I've said this before, it's like Santa and the Thanksgiving Day Parade, where he like comes out and just kind of waves, and everyone's like, "Oh, Undertaker's here! Yay!" Yeah, it's not exciting. And, and, I and the promos like, are I was just watching like it. My 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 fiance was like, "Oh my god, is that his chest?" Uh. <laughs> You know, he looks great for a 50 year old guy, but he looks like a real old timer in a biker game. You know what it sounds like? His promos always sound like, uh, like in a like a sixth grade assignment. Like like you're trying to write a spooky story, so you're like lo- using words you think are spooky. <laughs> well, because he's like also the like, depths and the gates well, and the, also and like, like a okay, born again Christian now. No shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, like he's doing like a bunch of talk. Well, he's a Christian. He's doing a lot of talks, a lot of like the shoot interviews you see, which are actually really interesting. Um, yeah. are with him and his pastor, and wow, you can get those on YouTube. You, we, maybe we will, we'll talk about him next week. But it would be cool to see him transition to that character. Just be like, hey, I'm fucking. Yeah, not, it's too late, though. dude. Not like, not like fully. I'm not talking about him becoming like the next Mordecai like he wears all white. or like Shawn Mo- Michaels, but be just like, hey, I'm the Undertaker. I'm the Elder Statesman. You know, and, and like just bring God into this. I don't know. Like, make him, who's the about? avenging angel of death? Michael? Like, that was Michael? Or who, I don't know. Well, I forget. I don't know. But maybe, you think maybe, he should be that guy? Maybe it is. But again, Sami Zayn, <laughs> Sami, Sami Zayn came out, made exactly the same points that we're making right now. Yes. And then got chokeslammed. And got chokeslammed. Sami Zayn fucking rules, by the way. All right, guys. Uh, Quick word from our sponsor. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises, like your dick arising from your pants yikes if you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts blue chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance blue chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package so no in-persons doctor's visits no waiting in the pharmacy and best of all no more awkwardness they're made in the usa and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TFM for total fucking marks. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code TFM to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast, and uh, also shout out to everybody else on All Things Comedy Network. Now, 
back to the show. Andrade's weird lack of push. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a lot of weird on SmackDown. Dude, I'm it's not a bummer, but also, like, I'm... I'm going to be kind for once and say Fox is happening soon. And this pay-per-view is like, I don't think they're worried about this pay-per-view. I think it has to happen and then they need to focus on Fox. And so it's hard to even judge any of this stuff because I, I, I'm hoping that they have like their focus ready and they're going, we are starting it Next Tuesday. I mean, it's just crazy their work schedule because I was like, because there's I mean, I, a lot of I was shit. There's a lot of talent being Pritchard, uh, and like he was at like you know SmackDown from like you know you're there at 10 a.m. to fucking or 12 p.m. to fucking yeah like you know midnight that night. It's just you're you're in there, and this Hell. is just after doing another show. So I mean, I, I can't imagine that workload. I mean, I worked on a CBS show where the workload sometimes is like that. Sometimes. But they're doing this 365 weeks out of the year. It's absolutely insane. 365 weeks, baby. Uh, Wait, 52 weeks. Jesus Christ, 365 <laughs> days. Well, I guess they've done it 365 weeks, too. Yeah, um, that's true, what did Dan. You okay, so you didn't <laughs> see the... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to save my fucking... Well, technically... Well, uh, technically, I'm not an idiot. Um, the Mandy Rose segment. So, Zach, did you see that? Okay, so, Scott, you didn't see it? No. Okay, she basically talked about how she's hot, and Nikki Cross isn't. That was it. And they're fighting for the titles. I just, I just thought it was kind of weird. I you know, I don't know. I, I like the, the Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax thing, because for some reason, I'm like... Like, okay, you can, like, control your, like, because I'm overweight. I'm 240 pounds. Mm-hmm. I should be, I, there's steps that I can make that are uncomfortable yes, you, that you can get c- me you down. You could improve your but life. But, like, like, Nikki Cross is in fine shape. She's a good wrestler. Yeah, she just character. has a face that She's you, you not as pretty with. as fucking, you know, Summer, yeah. not Summer Ray, Mandy Rose. Yeah. They all blend in at one point. They all sound like Hot Topic lipstick like fucking colors or some shit. That always, but the uh, they used to call Mickey James Piggy or whatever. Yeah, and that was insane. She she's, was thin, like and she she's was still just, hot. Yeah, she's forty two. She's, she's still like, hotter than fucking, almost all of them. Yeah, she's still a knockout. And the whole thing was like, you're a pig. And I remember she came back, and I'm like, what are you t-? like? She was like wearing like, like ri- like very like rich. Rich woman in Scottsdale, Arizona outfits, you know, like, which <laughs> yeah. all, which really only means something to the people who've been to Scottsdale, Arizona. But she was like wearing sequins. She was fucking hot. Yeah, she had, like, this is when she came right back. There. Oh, my God. She was unreal. She was like 41, 42. So I just don't think WWE understands because they're like, no, no, fat is like Yokozuna. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then ev- everything else, like, you're either ripped or you're Yokozuna. There's no middle. Yeah. And ground. most people look like her. Like, the average person. Well, the average no, person looks worse than her. Then, no, they look like Nikki Cross. Yeah. They look, oh, yeah. Nikki Cross. Yeah. Sorry, I, was still, I was still thinking about Mickey James. Uh, average person looks like <laughs> Mickey James, bro. You think Mickey James looks like a, that's like the no, average woman? No, I think she looks better than the average. Yes. I'm saying that's what's so weird to insult someone who's hotter than the average person. I would say Nikki Cross looks like the average. Like, person she's not like yeah fucking, she's the average person sure yes she's not but like, also she's not doing the things a lot of women do to look nice right and also it's like that's it's part fu- of the gimmick her look is part of the or fucking her personality thing. she doesn't have like she's not like the oprah fucking monkey attack victim yeah you know what i mean there's not i've wrote this is my second oprah reference this episode just yes yeah. you're telling um I, I just don't understand what the what, what the the looks and thing. it shouldn't affect her. I mean, I think like the idea of it a promo. Affect her. That's the idea of yeah. a promo should affect the person. When you're insulting someone, the idea is you're hurting them. And to say something to a woman who's just like, 
You know, I'm fucking nuts. Like that's <laughs> that's my gimmick. It's not the way to attack that person. I think it's like poor yeah. uh, thinking on the writer's well, part. Well, it's just they all have to think like the worst thing that you can say to a woman is yeah. that she's not pretty. Yeah, you're ugly. Um, and instead, you should talk about how like she needs to take medicine. Like that should be the promo. That's great. Like, you need meds. It just dummy. becomes a fucking Pfizer yeah. commercial. Yeah, if you had kids, they'd be taking away from you. You say stuff like that. You know? All right, we we gotta finish SmackDown because we're not even at number two. SmackDown yet. was kind of ass. Kevin Owens is fired, which I, you know, like I thought it was ass when I watched it, and then I read a Cage Side Seats review of it, and it's like you know they're making him more of a real character, but no, listen, but you it can't was do the Stone ass, Cold shit. But you saw his tweet, right? No, what Kevin was his Owens' tweet? tweet. I'm so unprofessional, but it's like eleven twenty three something else, and it's. It's like if you gave the letter a number, it spells out NXT. So NXT debuts next week. He's fired. He's going to be in NXT. He already hangs out with all of them. He posted a picture of his That's daughter walking with Champa. Awesome. He's going to be in NXT. We're going to have Kevin Owens Let's in NXT. Let's talk about that later in the show. He lives down there. He Let's apparently t- he like goes there all the like that was a big thing I Let's saw. Let's talk inter- about this later because okay, yeah. we ha- we have to talk about this later. <laughs> That's awesome. Number Badass, 2. Yeah. Are AEW fans going to be the worst? One of the few fights we saw almost break out. I don't know if you were there for that, but it was these drunk guys who were really actually nice enough to let us like all sit in a row. They went there with the intention of being like the goofiest motherfuckers. Yeah, and they, and they and it did not have a like raw after WrestleMania feel. It had a house show feel. The whole yes. night had a house show feel. And they started chanting AEW. They were and like bow ties. This like dude right in front of in suits. front of them goes, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah. And then he goes, "Oh, I got no. I'm, I'm cool, bro. I'm cool with you." He goes, "Well, I'm not fucking cool with you. Shut the fuck up." I wonder if there's because. Can you imagine at an AEW event if a bunch of WWE fans started chanting WWE, they would fucking get their ass kicked. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, well, that's what the guy respect. said. The guy was like, the guy was like, you're at a WWE show. You you gave them money. And the you're guy g- was like, yeah, so what, man, whatever. And then he was like, all right, all good. And he like the the one of the guys who was chanting AEW like went to shake the guy's hand. And the guy was like, no, I don't fuck with you. Like, I'm not cool with you. And the guy was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, who could win in a fight, WWE fan or AEW fan? WWE fan every time. I would have to say yes. Mm-hmm. Because usually it's... Even the kids. Usually it's the dad of, like, three fucking kids. Yeah, exactly. So he's got all that dad anger. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be there. Stop fucking ruining this yeah, for my stop kid. stop fucking stuff for my kid, you I- psycho. <laughs> So, AEW fans, don't be the fucking worst, especially after the last pay-per-view you had, which was good. It was a fine pay-per-view, yeah. but it wasn't like... And also, it didn't catch on at all. I mean, this was during the last match, right, where, where random chants were happening, yeah. and two guys were no, chanting AEW, catch on at all. and not even a third person was like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. No, people and were we not happy. It. I mean, we started because a fucking wave. Because WWE put on a good show that night. Yeah, they had a great show. So nobody wanted to deal with it. Yeah, man. Number three, the Ric Flair man, the man lawsuit. He's... I don't know if this has already been dropped, but this happened right after we dropped last week's episode. Um that Ric Flair is suing the WWE because I guess he thinks he copy wrote the man or has some... I mean, in the context of what they say, sometimes he's right. When they just call her the man, sure. But the big thing was like, 
you know, she, how many times did she say to be the man you have to be? Like, she brought that up a lot in her but feud does with he, has he Has he copywritten those phrases? Well, that's what I don't know. But, I mean, he said and it. And also, there's no his, way though. to be the man you've got to beat the man wasn't someone else's before Ric Flair's, right? I mean, I don't think anything that Ric Flair did yeah. was his. Yeah, none of no. I'm, like that's Nature Boy, Buddy I'm Rogers. like the first one to be like, "Hey, WGA rules! Like, go after someone if they're stealing something." But yeah. literally, like all of wrestling is just stealing. Well, I mean, here's the honest truth. I mean, fucking Buddy Rogers. Even if he has an ounce of a case, he the only reason he's doing this is because he's not doing well financially, right? right? I mean, that's you look at it and you go, "There's no way if he was doing okay, he would give a shit." That they're saying something that may elicit a memory from someone, right? Of him, it's just he's just, he's just broke. It's just he's panicking. When you're fucking broke, you panic. I and guess he's freaking the fuck out. I never understood why he didn't just go, guys. You own me forever. Because I, I think it's I think it's, it's that still much too money. Much money. You think? I think I mean I can't speak on it, but I'd be like Vince. Could you not have like one of the teams for the XFL? Like, could maybe. <laughs> Arizona not have a team Can or whatever you just the fuck. Not have the ex- and could all of that money you were going to put to them if could you go could, to me? Could the, yeah, but here's the problem with a guy like Ric Flair is that he would get the money and then he'd spend it. Yeah, that's the, the guy's real addicted problem. to spending. He still thinks he has to like wear these nice things. Yeah, I mean, I watched the Dennis Robin documentary last night. Like most professional athletes aren't don't go broke. You know, like mm. like most like I I watched. Because I was, like, watching the Dennis Rodman thing, and I was thinking about Ric Flair. And then I was like, all right, just, like, add a, like, um, like, just, let me just think, like, like, all right, well, you know, if, if, if Dennis Rodman's net worth is now only half a million dollars, which is nothing compared to what he used to be. I mean, it'd be great. Yeah, well, he could have. Be great yeah. for me, yeah. you know. Um, uh, but, like, uh, Tim Robinson or David Robinson from the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Um I looked up his, and this is a guy, he got some commercial deals, right? But he wasn't, like, as hot as fucking right. Tim Duncan or Dennis Rodman. His net worth is $200 million. Yeah, man. It's Most of these guys, you... like, know how to just, yeah, like... Yeah, it's all about how you handle your money, what deals you make. All that kind of shit. I mean, it's hard for a guy like Rodman, though. I mean, clearly there's like a mental thing going on. Got to see that ESPN 30 for 30. I think that's the thing with Rick. Like with Rodman, at least we're acknowledging the uh, the mental illness. With Ric Flair, it's like it's all mental illness. (laughs) Every promo is absolute (laughs) mental illness. Every time I've ever seen a, a video recording of like him, someone on their yeah. phone, he's acting insane. Every story I've ever heard about him is like, it's very Kanye West. Yes. And But everyone's just like, no, he's always been like this. It's like very weird. I guess because we didn't know him as anything other than that. We knew Rodman as a great basketball player, and right. then we realized he was insane. We knew Kanye West as a great musician, and then he went insane. Ric Flair's just always been insane, so we went, man, he's not insane. He's just the coolest guy in the room. <laughs> So no one was able to check that. Yeah, um, we already talked about number four was originally going to be review Austin's appearance on Raw, and is there anyone in the company that can still touch his charisma? But we've basically said that he did an amazing job, and that no one right now can touch his charisma. So let's now, move on. CM Punk, if he came back, do people love Punk? Punk cut dope. Right, I guess this promos. is this is a number four. CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I would say you're 100% wrong because Stone Cold Steve Austin is able to turn a crowd for him 
regardless of the circumstance, CM Punk has to have this oppressive thing working against him. Last mm, night, Raw basically last night basically Stone Cold ho- like on Monday ho- he basically hosted a concert. It's yeah, not happy like he was Punk, part of a storyline. You're right. He kind of emceed the night, and Happy Punk, Punk could yeah, not happy be an MC for no, a good time. Punk is great right. when it's like. Punk was like a rebellion. Stone Cold, they yeah. ran with it. And there was nobody that elicited the same response as him say, as anybody, I think, ever live saying, I'm going to fucking check in to the SmackDown Hotel, go to room 16, and burn that damn motherfucker down to the ground, whatever the fuck he said. It was the coolest oh, yeah. line in wrestling history to promo WrestleMania. So I would say no one can touch it. But let's get out of number five. Um, that's, uh, our clash of champions predictions. First off, I want to give a shout out to the WWE network ad and they are not paying me for this, but I love the fact that I can watch this on my phone while I'm waiting for a spot. It's the fucking best. All I do is watch professional wrestling on my phone. Thanks to apps like this. I, I mean, literally it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's probably maybe like a r- way worse hang. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, me sitting in the green room, you know, not hanging, <laughs> And just listening, all they hear is Michael Cole shouting from my speakers. <laughs> Women's Tag Team Championship. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Fire and Desire. What do you, uh, who do you guys got? I'll go with Zach first. The, what is this, the Women's Tag Team Match? Yeah. Championship, yeah. I think the, the champions will keep it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think before you switch titles, you need to remind everybody that there are titles. Yeah, I don't. I, I would. I originally was like, Fire and Desire have a chance, but after the promo last night, I don't think that's gonna yeah, happen. No chance in hell. SmackDown Tag Team Championship: The New Day versus The Revival. Ooh. I mean, it's just constant, and it's like a, it's a bat, it's like hot potato at this point. I think maybe The Revival will win it, just because. I think the re- I think they're gonna do the opposite thing. I think they're gonna have The Revival win the. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship and the Raw Tag Team Championship. Seth Rollins and Braun are going to retain, and people, and then they may lose it the next night or something. But I think they just think that that's going to be the obvious yes thing is to have them lose. So yeah, I think I, I actually agree with you. That so yeah, so that's what's going to happen. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because Seth, Seth and Braun are definitely going to retain those titles. Yeah, and it's going to be like a grueling. Ma- it's going to be like a very and then physical at the end match. Of it, one of them is going to turn on the other one or something. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but yeah, they're definitely the idea of that match is they are both going to be very beat up when it comes to time for them to fight in the main event. Yeah, let's that's get the storyline. It's going to be great. What do you think, Zach? Actually, Just interrupt, Zach, if you have any. I don't have anything. Okay. Um, United States Championship. AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. AJ wins. Cedric's not ready yet. Yeah, no. I mean, this really doesn't serve any purpose. Uh, You know, AJ is not going to shine. Well, they're both going to shine in this match if it's given time. They're both awesome. But I think the importance of AJ is going to be involved in the other matches. I think he's going to be out there Mm -hmm. um, somehow on some level. You know, because the uh, the OC has been too involved in the main event for him to not show up somehow, in some way, somewhere. The original club. Hell yeah. Intercontinental Championship, Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz. Uh, I think it's going to stay on Nakamura Stays because of Sami Zayn. Yeah, they still got to grow. What do you think, Zach? I didn't even know this match was happening. I know. Right, they like well, just, uh, there's just a lot of matches it, right? on this fucking card. Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. I rewatched that Eric Rowan promo twice on SmackDown. I don't know what to feel about it because 
I can't. I don't want to give him the shit that I gave Lars Sullivan because he's clearly he's clearly trying. He's clearly connecting to the shit the writers gave him. It just still feels like a dog walking on its hind legs. It just yeah. feels like this master manipulator when. Maybe I just knew you beforehand as the battle axe guy and then the, you know, the guy from, you know, the like Bray Wyatt's fucking outhouse. And something about monsters, uh, when you see like a giant wrestler is like it's 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 physically appealing. You go, oh, my God, this person is a giant. But when you see him, it's like the type of giant you see in real life where it's like, oh, their heart is worse than mine. (laughs) Like, it's not like the scary giant. It's like the you're concerned for him. He's not. He's just not appealing yeah. to me at all. And then, like the way they fought, and he swung that camera. Can we talk? It's like you're not going to take the, the camera, camera hard, so you're going to put your hands up too much, and then it looks like shit. And it's like every time they do something like that with an actual object that can murder a person, they of course put their hands out way too far, and it looks like ass. And then it like this whole match is based on physicality and trying to actually kill Roman Reigns. And then every time they do something like that, it looks faker than everything else on television. Well, the one big complaint I had from the SmackDown segment with Eric Rowan is, can if you if you beat up a fan, can you make it look like a fan and not an actor? Yes. I mean, that guy could not have looked more like a plant. Yep. His eyes were big and shit. <laughs> like, if that was happening, you would be panicking. Absolutely. Also, just have him, like, punch the fan. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, just do something that, like, doesn't require choreography that could look real and you could get it illicit. I guess, what's the best... You spit in a fan's face. Yeah. Oh, remember when Bam Bam did that to LT? Yeah, the prop... That looked fucking real. It's amazing, yeah. Um, I know, like, uh, a lot of people consider that cheap heat. I know Austin Austin hates that. When someone spits in, at someone, he thinks it's, like, fucking disgusting. I think it depends. It could be overused. It's like, yeah. It's and like the thing about jokes. spitting at a fan is, like, even if you get, like, a drop of spit on the person next to them, it's like, that's really a violation. Yeah. Did you see that one video of, uh, it was, like, the, uh, the guy spit on the dad's daughter? And then that guy ran in and just fucking beat the shit out of the wrestler. You've seen that video. Oh, right? yeah. It was like some cholo dad <laughs> came in yes. and just fucked this fucking guy up. Fucking knocked him out. He spit his gum at his daughter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was not, you can't, like, fucking spit shit at kids. And there no. was, like, a little kid who was, like, hitting somebody, I think, this week. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was, was it? it? It was, like, Ziggler and yeah, uh, Ziggler, Robert I think, Rude yeah, so, like, were out of the ring. Like and as, I don't know if the, if the cameras caught this, but this little, like little kid, kid was, like, punching Ziggler in the back as he was making his way back into the it's area. It's such an awkward position for security to be in. Yeah, um, you just got to take him out, dude. You just got to take him out with a sniper. Uh, oh, no, man, I went too Jeez far Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. Well, holy cannoli. Well, that's when you get the cancer wrestler kids to come in. Ah! <laughs> They're like, oh my, thank God oh, the sir, cancer kids are here. This kid is disrespecting Ziggler. That, that, that would be, be awesome. Yeah, I know, but then they would beat the shit out of the cancer kids if they weren't in on it. Well, no, they're in. It's part of the storyline. Okay, it's like it's part that of the kid line. is also a plant. That's how you do oh, it. That's pretty good. Man. That's how you make a moment. Someone for those kids. hire this man. Give this man a shield. Seriously. <laughs> SmackDown's women's women's championship: Bailey versus Charlotte. Bailey's gonna keep it. I'm excited. Bailey keeps it. Uh, Raw Women's Championship, Becky versus Sasha. I think it's going to stay on Becky. Dude, I don't know why. I think, I think People Sasha are saying wins. Sasha. I think Sasha wins. You think Sasha wins? Yeah. Zach? I think it's possible. I think she what do you, wins. What's, what are, what's your odds? That Sasha walks out and yeah. it's Becky, it's Bailey and Sasha with yeah. the titles at the end of the night. There's a, at least 
60 to 70 percent wow yeah for sure i mean it would be cool to see i just didn't know if they're ready to take i think becky's better at chasing it i think if it's like a weird sasha coming back right now the way she is yeah this is the moment you you know and and i want it i want it to happen and look i they're probably not going to do this but in a way where of course she's a heel so she's doing cheaty things throughout the match right but the end to be a clean pin so when you look at it you go well she cheated a bunch during the match and that helped her but it was a clean pin in the end like i I want her to look strong for, you know, yeah. and I need. I think Becky is better as the underdog, as like, oh, maybe I did underestimate this this kunt, you know. Yeah, that's how she talks. Yeah, that was really great, man. Thanks, Are man. You working with a dialect coach? Kunt. WWE championship. I got, a, I got an audition tomorrow. <laughs> kunt. I've been practicing. I think you'd be good at playing trash, like a European accent. Just any type the, of trash. Like yeah, like a trashy yeah. Irishman, a trashy uh, Brit. Uh, WWE championship. Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. They humiliated Randy this past week, so I think it's going to be Randy walking out with a title, which is going to set up Hell in a Cell, Kofi versus Randy. I don't want to see them fight in a cage for some reason. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little weird, but emotionally, they're, they, more than any other two people yeah, on the that's roster, true. should be in Locked a cell. inside right? of a cell. Yeah. Because they have the most beef back and forth. Okay, I'll agree with you. Yeah, I guess they do have to and fight. And then maybe Kofi wins it back, and then... I mean, I think that the big thing, they should have a world title change on SmackDown. That should be the big thing. So maybe Kofi loses it to Lesnar. That's that's what I've been predicting. Or Kofi on SmackDown the first night? First night. Lesnar fucking shows up. I'll take on anybody. Lesnar shows up. That's when Lesnar should have cashed in his fucking money in the bank. Beats fucking Kofi. Kofi's had a nice run, man. He's had a fucking six month run. He has. It's been a long enough run. I mean, yeah, there's guys. As long as you ben, get the Benoit, SummerSlam, Benoit, it's a good that I, I know, run. you know, we hate, you know, people hate bringing him up, but that WrestleMania moment, what it ended by the time SummerSlam came around, he lost to Orton. So, yeah, but yeah, it too. happens quickly and it's not a big deal but if sasha beats that's the run eddie had that's the run benoit yeah, had bad yeah. example but if sasha oh and mysterio maybe right yeah even shorter mysterio possibly. is shorter yeah. mysterio is shorter but if sasha beats becky i don't know if randy beats kofi it's two heels on top like that well i think that the the last match, I don't think we're gonna see a clear winner. I think that yeah, it's gonna be bogus. I think I think it's gonna be some. Uh, it's gonna be some fiend stepping in. Do you and... think they're gonna set up a triple threat Hell in a Cell with the fiend? Kind or of, they could have a reformation a of a new Wyatt family on both brands. Like, what if like what if what if Eric Rowan was actually working for Bray Wyatt, and that's how you turn Daniel Bryan face. You know, and that, and that you have like a heel squad that kind of goes over both brands. Yeah. With Bray Wyatt, I mean, I think that I think that Bray has got to win the title. Yeah, yeah. Ha- I mean, it would be so strange for him not, not to. to win a universe. So strange if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. So he has to. Also, but also, I don't want him to hold the title like everybody else does. Like I hope I would love it, dude, if he fucking. Held the title and then doused it in kerosene and set it on fire. Yeah, yeah, some, just left something just like, I don't give a shit. Insane. Yeah, or just like putting it in something or like, you know, melting it down into a whatever the fuck. Just something absolutely different. Him holding a title belt uh, just doesn't look right to me. Yeah. I guess we'll see Sunday. I, I think Sunday we're going to see him though. I think this week not seeing him on television. Uh, there's a reason for that. I think they want us to tune into the pay-per-view. Well, we saw him on television just, you know. Well, okay, we yeah, yeah, but we didn't see him, lo- you know, they didn't see the Fiend. So, thing. I don't, but I don't think Braun or Seth is taking a pin in this. 
Mm, no, I don't either. Because also, I mean, what do you do? Okay, you have Rollins beat up after the tag match, and then he has to... Rollins beating Braun when they're both beat up just doesn't sound right. It's like, it just seems impossible. Yeah, it's just not... I mean, so ne- neither you of them have can to, you have to have like a, a weird... Pin. A weird Wyatt wants to fight them both, and so he's gonna fuck it up for them. I mean, you know, br- you know, you could you could still get a a, a face run. Out Whatever of happens, I think it's gonna be very visual. I think it's gonna be something that we see and we go, "That looked fucking awesome." I hope so. However, he comes I hope out it's and not the Dean them. Ambrose looking at the Bray Wyatt hologram at fucking Hell in a Cell. I liked that one. You did? Yeah, I thought it was creative. <laughs> I didn't like the bugs at Mania on the stage. I hated the bugs, but at I remember Mania. thinking that that thing I liked looked kind of. Cool. I liked the little kids singing. That was great. That was very good. I imagine that's what your uh, summer camp sessions are like. Yeah, that's kind of what we were doing. Hey, those days are over, Dan, okay? It's September. Oh, that's right. I don't have a job anymore. (laughs) I'm I'm desperate. I'm looking, though. Number six. The main event of, I guess, the new AEW pay-per-view. I don't think it's going to stream for free on Bleacher Report. uh, Is Chris Jericho versus... The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Are you excited? Um, a side note, uh, all out numbers were up abroad, but down in the States. Yeah, that was, I mean, I didn't, I expected it to be down in general. Yeah, because, you know, Moxley wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the abroad thing was kind of cool. I wonder what played into that. I guess there was just better promotion over there than usual. I'm not saying better than in the States. I'm just saying better than they're used to over there. Maybe because of Pac? Because it was in Britain. Pack, Havoc. Yeah. Mm, yeah, maybe. I didn't even think of that. That's very possible. It could Are be you packed. excited about this match, though? Chris Jericho versus Cody Rhodes? I'm excited about the feud. I think they'll do a good job on television with the feud. Is it I still think it's two too heels? Su- I think it's Is too it soon like for a, the pay-per-view. A, a and no, Vader? Cody's not a heel. Co- people love Cody, man. Yeah, you sure I mean, Cody right. and the Sean I guess Spears Flair thing. and Cody's Vader went against each other. Flair was a face, too. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's interesting because, you know, Cody is like... He's the guy you think of when it comes to like being a vice president of the company. It's like you think of Cody more than anybody, and then to have him being the first title match, it's like I'm fine with that. But are they going to acknowledge it in the storyline? And like, then is it going to kind of feel like? Well, he's like, definitely I don't not going to go over. I don't want a corporate aspect. I I hate the corporate thing. It it's consumed WWE for so long because it, well, it worked so well with Austin. Flirting with Vince. it, I think, is they're just still figuring out what their what they are format is. I mean. I don't think I don't think Randy Rhodes is doing kind of a similar thing to Stephanie McMahon. We've been saying that for months. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna see NXT. uh, I'm sorry, AEW light up and like really work until January or February. Yeah, I mean, I think and I think it's fine too if they have a couple shows where they're getting used to it. They just can't make like TNA like mistakes. Mm Which I don't even know how you. I don't. I don't know how. To, I don't. Well, know how dude, it's interesting because I really under, thought I really thought they were going to get a lot of stuff. big names, and they don't. They got. I think they're going to get a couple more. They got three, but I don't think it's going to be names think, that people think, tune into. I mean, you know, there's still there's still a chance the punk shows up. Yeah, sure, but you know, although he did really right act now, like in that interview, like enjoy both companies. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, I mean, as of right now, you are looking at a company that is like you know, it's like you're going to change the channel and it's going to be like LAX versus the best friends or something. Also, like, Kenny I'm Omega stay and watch is that, huge but who else is? in Japan. Yes. But not in America yet. It, uh, well, like, I think he's, he's huge. Heel. Okay. He's huge for American new Japan fans, mm-hmm. but as far as like the casual audience, 
you still need a little bit of that. Did and you that's see him on Being the Elite this week? He, uh, I didn't see it. The idea is like he's kind of lost it. Like he kind of looked oh, he's drunk going crazy. almost. And, and yeah, they did like a, you know, uh, I think it was like a B- BTE mailbag. Well, that's something that you predicted in the beginning. Yeah. When you said well, that, like, have him lose a bunch and then he comes back up. Because if you I actually, think he's a better heel and I think Moxie's a better Yeah, face. but now that, now that I look at it, I go, well, now, now they have... Because the Moxley match was pushed back till full gear, whatever the full, whatever the hell, they um are they still having that match? They're having gear? the match at full gear, and so you go, oh well, that's good because it gets television time, right? But if you tune in and you're not a fan, you see Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, you're gonna want to cheer for him because you're familiar with him. Also, because and you know, so to have Omega be a dick to this guy, casual fans are gonna tune in and go, oh hell yeah, Moxley. They're not going to go, why is Moxley being terrible to this guy? They're going to want to see Moxley beat up I a guy. I think Omega's smart enough because he is one of the best wrestlers of all time. Mm. Um, I think he's going he's gonna to be smart enough to make a full heel turn before this. Yeah, I think he's going to be awesome. And, I, and I, I know that fucking every company, and Cody said this, is Vince has said this in the past, you know, there's, a, you know, there's no good or bad guys. There's shades of gray. Like, yeah. fuck you. That never works. No, never. Tell me an example where that works, and I will shut the fuck up. Does anyone have an example? No. Seriously. No, can't. I mean, I mean, I guess the idea works with Austin in the sense that everything Austin did was heelish. Not all the time. No, 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 not all the time. He fucking saved Stephanie from being crucified and shit like that. But but there was, you know, when people started liking Austin, it was just like, oh, if anybody else did this, this would be like he's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And he and and then people kind of hung on to that word for too long, and there's been no one that really ever did that well. No, it's mostly like it's like you know who were the hottest baby faces since. Austin, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Punk, Cena, and it's all it's it's kind of been you know traditional fucking babyface stories. Yeah, I guess Punk no. Kind but of though, still, but kind but still, of really, like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a corporation like, versus. Yeah, it's like no one. The only time it wasn't for Austin is when he was like stunning Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once once they brought in the evil corporation, forget it. Yeah, it was a clear. That's true. You know, good guy, bad guy dynamic. I'm gonna switch number seven because we kind of already talked about. It, but uh, the King of the Ring finals will be, this is our number seven, will be on Raw instead of Clash of the Champions. Reading through this card, I get it, and I guess that because I think they're going to have some heel wins. It's bloated. It's bloated. They're going to have some heel wins, and I think they're going to put it on Corbin. No. What are they going to put it on, Chad Gable? I mean, he's. I love him in the King ring. King Gable. I love him in the ring. I just I haven't seen the promos yet. He Zach got it. Like King Mabel. Oh shit. King Gable, dude. The t shirts sell themselves. I mean King Gable is kind of great. What? That's kind of great. King King Gable? King Gable, dude. He wears purple. If he dresses like Mabel? Yeah. We're purple. <laughs> if they bring Oscar back for King Gable. That and they wrap King huge. Gable to the ring. That w- I would be fucking down with that. So. But it's like uh, you have Corbin win it. But what is that? It's still like the same role you've always seen. It's like being the king. He's just gonna act like an authoritative. Uh, how do you say authoritative? Authoritative. authoritative thank you. Figure. figure. I know. I knew figure. I just stopped talking. You to didn't him. seem like you knew figure. I know, Honestly, I know you look figure. at me for a while. Authoritative. I never had. I never had a father figure. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, it's just like it's just the same old shit. Corbin with the crown is gonna act like Corbin without the crown. He already acts like a snotty. I'm better than so you. So you person. think they should have gone with Joe or something? Yeah, of course they yeah. fucked up royally. All right. 
Well, number eight, uh, Koshida makes his main roster debut. Kushida. On 205 Live. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I actually love Kushida. Uh, he, I mean, look, it was like he got a big pop. I watched that. Dude, he's one of the best wrestlers entrance. in the world. I just, you know, I saw him. I've seen him live before. It's, I um, just feel bad. It's just like. Like, like I've heard Jack Gallagher was thinking about going to Bellator. Like, really? Like, yeah. Like, I, I think that, like. Well, you know, he's like, like for a. Uh, a lower weight division. Yeah, but. of course. But but those two or five live guys, you know, they're gonna. I think Triple H like just said something in an interview where they will be, you know, more dispersed throughout all of the shows, but mostly NXT. Like they're gonna try to load up NXT with these awesome matches and the two or five live guys. It works, and also because all of the champions. I mean, in I guess maybe because she's NXT just getting a are under two contract, so he doesn't give a shit. Because yeah. when he signed. He's, he signed right after the whole Bullet Club was supposed to sign to WWE. Yeah. Or that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. So I'm sure he got a flat guarantee that it's like f- really good money. Probably great. Yeah. Probably like at least like 300K, if not more, I would say. I mean, I don't understand money. So yeah, sure. yeah. Okay. Um, number nine, Rock and Roll Express are making their new Japan debut. That's right. This is fucking going to be like when someone returns to porn. It's the perfect way to wake I, from the <laughs> from the beautiful like that that long break we have from the G1 and you go, "Well, what the fuck is New Japan doing?" Like September and October is like, "What the fuck is wrong with New Japan? What are they doing?" And then they go, "Oh, you you, you haven't seen a lot of us?" Here we go. Here's what I don't like about it. They posted an old photo of them, like from the 80s, but they still look like old men. Like, they still look like absolute shit. They are like two of the ugliest wrestlers ever, right? Like, absolute fact. The least intimidating guys. They always looked like, like uncles. I always say, like, Ricky Morton looks, his face looks like the devil's clit. Dude. <laughs> He's a really nice guy in oh, person. they're absolute. Even though Bret Hart fucking buried him. They're trash uncles, man. They are trash, trash uncles. uncles. They're fucking trash uncles. Absolutely. They are they're like trailer park boys characters. Mm-hmm. But who do you have them work with over there? The Tongas? Like who could take care of their well, bodies? Well, it's not gonna no, it's just not gonna be over there. It's gonna be here. That's what's cool. It's gonna well, be in who those, are they those shows and They need and to have somebody who knows how to like gently No, I think they know. I think they fight the Tongans, which they do fight like compared to everybody else in New Japan. Like Tama Tonga does not throw a hard punch. He's very tame in the ring. It's right. Never... He talks a lot of shit. Yeah, so they'll and fight. He's not those gonna guys. like kill two old men. No, yeah, it's not gonna be like Suzuki. Or like Ishii fighting, <laughs> fucking dude. If they would Rock and Roll Express versus Ishii, but Rock and Roll Express, dude. Fights or no, they something. do like Canadian destroyers and shit. They fought LAX, so they they can handle themselves. Oh, it's gonna be them. a lot of fun. The cool thing about wrestling is, uh, it's fake. <laughs> that is true. So old guys we can fight. About that. Yeah, we, we don't actually have that. to worry about it. They could just tell them that. what they can do and can't do. <laughs> And it'll be fine, but the language barrier, like fun, if like I like, mean, there's I, is this hack, like 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 they take out a bag and you think it's gonna be like thumbtacks, but it's just Werther's Originals, but they plan it, it's like really hard Werther's Originals. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be as Dude, fun as it's that gonna Cracker be Barrel an absolute match blast. Also, I haven't seen the New Japan Cup yet. I mean, uh, uh J- Super J, J- Super Juniors. That's on now, right? You can get it's, on Super, uh, New Super Japan Juniors. Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, all. I may, it's I all... may watch that. Gotta, gotta. I don't know, man. I just G one was so great for me. I just need like a little bit of a break. Yeah, and I know. Now, especially because I'm like, I guess King of the Ring is a little. I mean, it's not the same thing. But uh, number ten, NXT makes its debut next week. Optimistic or pessimistic? 
Something that made me optimistic is the Kevin Owens theory Dude. that you just oh, I don't think it's a theory. Drop. This shit is going to happen. Well, that's pretty fucking cool. So does he return to AEW as a as a face or a heel? Yeah, uh, NXT. Um, NXT, I'm sorry. I, I think he comes as a face. And I to think take it's on like, uh, the uh, Undisputed Era? Yeah. And that's I, a good... Those, oh, those promos and, are fantastic. And I think he's a guy who, like, it's like, who's going to get a crowd more hyped... Dude, Owens can cut a fucking promo when he wants to. Who's going to come out and be like, this is it. Like, this show is the show to watch. We are going to have the absolute fucking best matches you've ever seen. Like, right. you're, you're going to get that heart that Owens had when he first showed up and first beat Cena Plus, I mean, his after wife NXT. Too is like, his wife is there. His kid's there. It seems like... Dude, it's... He, he's like a fucking dad, dude. It's, it's like, going to be so Instagram, cool. It's like, perfect night. I went to go see It and Halloween yeah. Horror Nights with my wife yeah, it's, it's, with date night. It's like the opposite of... Dude, you know, I, I'm so day. excited to see him on that show. I'm sure they'll bring like a few more guys, and then they'll also sprinkle guys down there. I hope Shane doesn't show. Like that would be an absolute disaster. If he's fired, he comes to NXT, and then like a week later, Shane's like, "No, I don't want you here either." I'd be, be like, "Kind of oh, funny if they no. brought people that were like tangentially related." Dude, like, what about Vince's this brother? awful storyline? Shane <laughs> is like, "You can't be." Brother shows up, uh, but they're like, "Are you hilarious. an authority figure?" He goes, "No, nah, I'm just like, I'm hanging out." <laughs> <laughs> so he's just backstage, and every yeah. time like, you bump into him, and you think it's like the stare yeah. down, he goes, "Hey man, how you doing? I'm Vince's brother." Uh, Vince lets me stay at the performance center. So. <laughs> but I mean, God, oh no! What if Shane follows him down there to be like, "You can't do that," and then Triple H comes out, and he's like, "Down here, the McMahons don't run things. Paul Levesque <laughs> runs things," oh, and then you have an NXT Shane McMahon Triple H feud. Well, I Ooh, mean. No. At WrestleMania, Triple H is either going to fight AJ or Shane, right? Those are his two options. Yeah, and I think it's going to be connected to NXT. Triple H is NXT's guy now. When he makes appearances, he's going to make appearances saying, thank you so much, NXT. He's going to get involved in an NXT storyline at some point, and he's going to fight somebody, and that's fucking awesome. Please, for the love of God, don't be a main roster guy. Have him fucking fight. That's the other problem, though. Dude, Adam Cole's tiny. You you have Adam Cole fight the monster that's Triple H. It's going to look stupid. Well, that, but it won't look stupid with Kevin Owens. You're right. It won't look stupid. It won't look. It will. It will look like a fair fight because it's like, oh, it's a skinny guy, but he's in shape. Yeah, yeah. Versus a fat guy, but he's there's a few guys, kind of, man, and there's guys coming up. Matt Riddle could could end up. You Matt know, Riddle who knows could fuck up anybody on the roster. Yeah, we talked about this before on that podcast, and oh, we didn't talk about the weird, and we're already at the end of the show, but we didn't talk about the weird heat that he had. Oh God, yeah, I know. With the rest of the roster, where he was like, uh, off, couldn't I'm get like, a ride or whatever, and then Champa was like, that's the boys policing you know the boys in other words fuck you which it's like those two sentences don't go together also like, that's like, the boys that, is, policing is the boys like, if, uh, if that's not a work man i'd be afraid to say that to matt riddle if i was like champa's not a large guy anyway champa's not a large Dude, guy but and he's this got is, so this many... is a workplace though i don't think riddle's gonna fight a guy at work i don't think so i mean but riddle could literally kill anyone on that roster yeah, yeah. no i know so it's one of those things where it's like but like at what point do you have to like? Because then Vince has that Vince has that other crazy side where you hear those stories about like like there was that one story that came out where like Vince stepped on Kofi's shoe mm-hmm. and like Vince would, Kofi would just let it happen and Jerry goes goes oh you got to go no you got to go in there and challenge him yeah and so Kofi did and then and that earned Vince's respect so you have that weird thing where it's like so if people like then like like Goldberg just bumped him people start fucking with Riddle too much. Like, he's going to have to show them, but what is he... I mean, I guess it's one of those things where it's like he would just hold you down and slap you. Yeah. Because he, he couldn't actually... 
Like if he actually threw a punch, it would, it could be like debilitating, right? Oh, for sure. Well, yeah, exactly. This is the thing. His so he would have to just like he would just have to like hip get you down, hip toss you, yeah, get you down and do that thing that like like just slap you in the yeah, face a yeah, couple just times, hold you against something, and then like to I don't know. Now it sounds like we're like. <laughs> describing submission porn, I'll <laughs> just hold him down and and just slap that Sicilian oh, no. psychopath's face. We miss you, Ray Kump. We miss you, Kump. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if it's real or not. I I hope I hope it's not. I, Whether I like it's real or not, I think they're gonna they're gonna acknowledge it uh, on NXT, and yeah. that's good too. So I'm optimistic. NXT, I'm genuinely You're optimistic. Very excited. Hey, here's for a this. question: Are you more optimistic about NXT? Or AEW. I think a. I think they're two different things. Um, I, that's not what I asked you, though. Fuck you. Um, initially, I think NXT might be smoother than AEW. It'll be smoother. I'm worried about AEW, but like not worried mm-hmm. like in a oh they're gonna fail way, but like worried in like uh, when you get nervous for a friend because they have like a big job interview or something, and for some reason you get nervous for them. Like, I just yeah. want to see them win, but I know that it's hard to just start from scratch. And so I'm nervous for them. I'm excited for AEW. So, yeah, I would say AEW a little more. I mean, I mean NXT a little more. I'm excited for uh, NXT. I'm worried for AEW. But I think they're going to pull it out of the park, and AEW is going to end up being better than everything. I Ooh. hope so. I mean, Ooh. I think New Japan will still be the best, but maybe it's just because I'm Oh, uh, yeah, of course New Japan will be better than everything. Uh, let's get our plugs in. Zach, you got anything? Scotty boy. Um, I don't know, man. Follow me, Scott underscore Chaplin. Scott underscore Chaplin on uh, Instagram. I don't really use Twitter, but follow me on uh, Instagram. Uh, and follow me on Instagram. I don't really use Twitter either. It's Dan Saint period Germain. It's pretty easy. Um, the event that I'm really trying to get people to is I'm going to be doing the Vermont Comedy Club um, next uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's the 19th, 20th, and 21st. I have shows at 8 o'clock. I have two shows. I'm sorry. I think I think one of the shows is at 7. So I have two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. It's on my website, danstgermain.net, and the touring section. Uh, I really want to fill that out. And if in New York, I'll be at the Comedy Cellar Village Underground watching Clash of Champions in the back. Um, that's it for this week's episode. We covered a lot. Oh, hell yeah. Guys, we're going to try to cover more. There's a chance that I'm going to be uh, back and forth from L.A. for a week. That may, It may come up. I'm still, it's kind of up in the air yet, even knocking on wood saying it on this podcast. But we we're going to we're gonna try to backload content and, and uh, make sure right. there's an episode every week. And if not, um, we're, uh, we're dicks. Sorry. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Oh, hell yeah.